he felt no more articulate than a newborn baby. A pitchfork of lightning stabbed the earth, followed by a burst of thunder. Wind rattled the elms and maples that flanked the highway. We had a good time, Dad grinned. I'm not such a bad guy to hang with, am I? Andrew cleared his throat, breaking up the lump there. You're all right for an old man. Old man, huh? This old man spanked you out there. You got some lucky shots. Come on, man, you had two eagles. That was a once-in-a-lifetime game. All in a day's work for a scratch player like me, young buck. Dad smiled. Want to bet it happens next time? Aw, man, you know. Thought so, Andrew said. Dad laughed. So did Andrew. They'd done a lot of laughing together on this trip, and it felt good. It felt strange, he admitted, to be having so much fun with his father. But it was good, all the same. I'll say this. Wait till you hit 50, Dad said. If you're in half as good a shape as I am, you better count your blessings. I know I do. Half of the cats I grew up with are dead. I hear you. On the CD player... Marvin Gaye sang What's Going On. For their drive, Andrew had recorded a disc of classic R&B tracks. You got the jams on there. Dad tapped the steering wheel. Old school is all I mostly listen to. That so? The music was better back then. It wasn't about dropping your booty to the floor and rolling in a Bentley. Back in the day, they played their own instruments, sang about political issues and real love, you know? Yeah, I know. But you don't know, Dad chuckled. That was before your time, man. You might be surprised. He had loved old school music for as long as he could remember, a romance that started with his mother spinning vinyl records in their house. Stevie Wonder, the Ohio Players, Shaka Khan, George Clinton in Parliament, the SOS Band, all of the greats. But of course, his father wouldn't know anything about his musical tastes. Shortly after Andrew was born, his parents, who never married, broke up, and his father had rarely visited, certainly never often enough to learn anything meaningful about him. But that had begun to change two months ago, when his dad had called him and asked him if he wanted to play golf. Their newfound relationship awakened a bewildering blend of emotions in Andrew. Excitement, anxiety, confusion. He was excited to be finally forging what appeared to be a true bond with his father. He was anxious that the connection wouldn't endure, was false, and that they'd regress to the superficial friendliness they'd used to have. And he was confused. Why had his father decided to reach out to him after ignoring him for the first thirty years of his life? He wanted to discuss all these things with his father. But as skilled as he was at expressing himself with the written word, verbalizing his feelings often proved a challenge. Lightning opened a fissure in the bruised sky. Thunder bellowed. Rain began to fall from the ruptured heavens, snapping against the windshield, painting the world in hues of gray and black. Switching on the wipers, his father leaned forward. The time for serious discussion with his dad had passed. He needed to let his father concentrate on driving. Once again, he'd failed to open up with his dad. The CD moved to the next track, Footsteps in the Dark by the Isley Brothers, a mellow song 
Andrew lay back and closed his eyes, letting the drumming rain lull him into a state of relaxation. When he felt the truck drifting sideways, he opened his eyes. Dad had veered onto an exit ramp. Where are we going? Andrew asked. The fuel gauge hovered near the full mark. Do you need to use the restroom? Nah, nah, Dad said. Need to see something. His father's voice, normally energetic, had taken on a dreamy quality. They reached the end of the rain-slick ramp. His father turned right. It was a twisty two-lane road, lined with tall elms and maples. Between the tightly packed trees, Andrew glimpsed run-down mobile homes and dilapidated barns. He got that uneasy feeling that he always experienced when traveling through rural areas in the Deep South. In remote places like this, you were fortunate to get service on your cell phone. He was a city dweller, preferred to be connected and in the midst of urban civilization. Where are we? Andrew asked. Bullock County, Dad said in a hushed voice. My old stomping grounds. Oh, yeah, you went to Georgia Southern. That's in Statesboro, right? Yeah, Dad said. A ways ahead. You gonna drive by the school? His father's response was so soft that Andrew had to lower the music's volume to hear him. No, Dad said. Be quiet, Andrew. A frown creased Andrew's face. His dad was acting strange. The wipers could not keep up with the hammering rain. No street lamps illuminated their path, and the headlights barely reached beyond ten feet. Nevertheless, his father plowed down the road at sixty miles an hour. Andrew checked that his seatbelt was fastened. The road curved to the left. They swung through the turn, wings of water sprouting from underneath the truck. Maybe you should slow down, Andrew said. Maybe you should keep your mouth shut. Dad spoke in a whisper, but his tone was firm. Andrew blinked. What was going on here? His dad hunched forward, gaze searching the darkness. His fingers gripped the wheel so tightly that his knuckles were pale white. He had never seen this side of his father. This man driving was like a disturbing twin to the easygoing guy who had been boasting about his golf game only five minutes ago. He realized how little he knew about his dad. Certainly, he knew a lot of the basics. His father was 51 years old, lived in Lithonia, owned a successful real estate brokerage, had been married for over a decade, attended a Baptist church every Sunday and served as a deacon, and loved golf, the Atlanta Falcons, and Heineken beer. But he knew only surface details about his father. He didn't know what really made him tick. Now, he felt as if he were literally on a wild ride into the unknown depths of his dad's psyche. The Ford burrowed through the rain. His father pushed the truck hard, braking only lightly for curves. A sign flashed past. Millville City Limits. Millville? Andrew had never heard of the town. A road on the left floated into view. Dead End, a nearby sign stated. His father swerved into the turn. Take it easy, Dad. Andrew braced his arm against the dashboard. Hunkered over the wheel, his father ignored him. Trees cloaked the road in a dark womb. If they turned onto a dead-end street, whatever his dad was searching for must be back there. But what could it be? 
The road twisted to the right. Barely slowing, his father wrestled the wheel into the curve. A hulking, white-tailed deer stood in the middle of the road. The animal stared at them vacantly, nailed in place by the Ford's headlights. Terror seized Andrew's heart. Stop, you're going to hit it, he said. Crying out, as if frightened awake from a slumber, his father spun the wheel and pumped the brakes. Skidding, getting no grip on the slippery pavement, the Ford tilted precariously and tipped too far to regain its balance. The vehicle turned over with a bone-jarring crash and a squeal of tortured metal. Andrew bit his tongue, tasted coppery blood, screamed, and prayed that they wouldn't die. Andrew awoke with a gasp. Dull pain pulsated throughout his body, as if he'd been tumbling inside a giant washing machine. He blinked, trying to determine his surroundings. His situation became apparent. He was in the truck, upside down, sandwiched between the seat and the roof. But he was alive. It took several seconds for him to get oriented to this upside-down world. The airbags had deployed, the puffy material pressed against his upper body. He pushed the bag away, turned his head. Pain leaped through his neck. When he saw his dad, he forgot all about his own discomfort. Tangled like a rag doll thrown upside down, his father was mashed against the driver's side door. His back faced Andrew, but his shoulders rose and fell slowly. He was alive. Thank God for two miracles today. Dad? His tongue felt like a loose piece of meat in his mouth. You okay? Dad didn't respond. The Ford's engine idled. Rain sifted inside through the cracked windshield. A rumble of thunder shook the ground. He had to get out of there and get help. Although it hurt to move, he contorted his body, stretched his arm, and grasped the door handle.